Part 1. Getting to know the Marks Craig. It was a decent morning. One of those mornings is neither too hot nor too cold. A morning where life was life and the expectation of something interesting happening was zero. That was all right by him, though. If the choice was nothing interesting versus something god-awful, well then the former would do. Craig drank his coffee on the porch, nodded to his neighbors as they passed, and smoked a cigarette. His hair was a sparkly white cloud whose perfection could only be seen on shampoo commercials. He had the build of a man who spent his days working with his body and hands. There was no trace of hardship or hint of grinding labor, just the stance of a man who could fix a car, build a deck, and hold a baby. He could hear the ocean in his voice. Every California dream, every surf movie fell off his tongue. All beach bum media lived in the tone of his dialect. Those that spoke to him instantly had a margarita and a boogie board on their mind. His house on Feline Street was old, shabby, and a remnant of his childhood. On and off through the years, he thought of selling, fixing, renovating, something, anything, his three-bedroom home. But there was always a game on, a beer to drink, a job to do, etc. The house was just a place to sleep and shower, nothing more. Tossing a cigarette butt in the planter by his front door, Craig wiggled his keys and decided that he should get on with things and go to work. He should get into that old... He should get into that old truck. He should start that truck up and drive down the road, and he would, as he always did. He just needed another half a minute, another two minutes tops, to look out at Feline Street and wiggle his keys. Maggie. Coffee, horoscopes, and mascara were the essential makeup of Maggie in her little apartment on Feline Street. Mornings were hard on her. The feet hurt, the hands hurt, the back hurt. Everything on her body that once was useful now hurt. Everything on her body that once felt sensual now was numb. The only thing Maggie could count on was mascara on her long, thick lashes. If all was lost, all was forgotten, given away, or taken, the mascara was the constant she could rely on, even when it came from the dollar store. Her studio apartment was her heart. Inside the apartment, the ugly street dirt disappeared. The outside faded away. She could hide from all that she saw throughout the day. Anybody that stepped into the apartment felt Maggie. She was in the carpet and in the walls. It was her favorite place to be, and she treated it with the love of a proud homeowner. In her apartment, she could smell bad. She could pass gas, burp, and walk around barefoot. In this hole, Maggie cleaned what she wanted and ignored what she wanted. The loud neighbors, mixed with the sound of endless traffic, were nothing but background noise to Maggie. Because the walls kept her inside and hidden where she could breathe and most importantly, where nobody could see her. She was tired of being seen and wished nothing more than to disappear. Closing that door when she got home and knowing that there were no longer eyes on her gave her a relief that can only be equaled by death. Iggy. The bugs were in his hair again, and he was angry at the sidewalk. Sidewalks never led to the place. Sidewalks never led anywhere but to more sidewalk. Iggy could never escape the sidewalk. Why couldn't he ever find grass? Grass would mean trees, and maybe trees would mean apples, fresh apples that were bright red and looked like love. But today it was sidewalk with more sidewalk, mixed with the drumbeat itch of the bugs. The bugs never really went away, they just nested in the skull. 
There were many nights the sidewalk and the bugs were the only things that could raise Iggy's attention away from the need to find the place. The place and the building where he could remember it being was still clear in his mind. Iggy could see the steps to the front doors. He could smell the flowers. Iggy could remember the smell of girl. Girl smelled like soap and clean. Girl smelled like books, chapstick and mint. The sidewalk never led to that place anymore, just more sidewalk. Iggy pounded the sidewalk with his feet. He pounded it with his fists. Why does it hold him? What did he do to deserve the never-ending punishment of sidewalk? No grass, no apple trees, and no place.